Slow Nick Mac, man, you're interrupting my game. Ride up. On who, bro? Bro, I can't hear you say that again. Ride out on who? I'm coming, give me two minutes, two minutes, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. And guys, that's why the manager of Ikhwan Muslimin is a very dangerous. Yo, we didn't, bro. Yo, we didn't, my bro. Relax, man. We didn't, bro. You said it's a ride-up. Yeah, bro, but in the car, man. The show. Huh? Ride-up in the car, man. Just the keys, bro. Often candy crosses everything, Brothers and sisters, a short while ago, you recorded an episode of Ride Out, and it's been haunting me ever since. I just don't feel like I did the car justice. It's time for justice because it's back. By now, you should already know what time it is. Let's get into the episode. You run away from the punishment of Allah only to run back to him for his mercy. So what's one thing that you came across personally that really put that fear into your heart? General Umar radiallahu said that if I was to hear a caller from the heavens say everyone is going to make it into paradise except for one man, I would think I am that one man. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, amma ba'd, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, brothers and sisters. We're in the M5 again. And this time, hopefully, by the end of it, we would have changed Imran's perception. Well, I mean, you already said that your perception of this car has already changed, right? Bro, this car is sick. Okay, alhamdulillah. I'm like, I'll be honest, I'm not a car guy, I'm not into cars, I'm very superficial when it comes to cars. The car's loud, it makes sound, it's shiny, you know, you can you can do tricks with it. So do you retract your previous criticism? Yeah, because obviously I didn't really understand in it. You know, you know, you know I rate the car? Because it scared right. me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why did it scare you? Like this. Blood, yo, relax. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this car alone, Berwick, it's a very, very nice car. When it turns on, it's like... <gasps> <laughs> We're like scared, I think we would have uh, played some clips and alhamdulillah we had it we managed to get it indoors so the sound on that was really good anyway so you mentioned something interesting you mentioned that the car scares you yeah right so this is something that I wanted to talk about like I've come across a lot of people who are extreme in their fear when it comes to the religion and I've met some people who aren't scared at all when it comes to their religion so I just wanted to ask you like what is 
the right way to fear in Islam and before we get to that like what is fear in Islam what does it mean to have fear in Islam because it's different to for example have fear what they refer to in the dunya which means that you, you know like you're jumpy you're scared like what does it mean to have fear in Islam Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'd Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu So fear khawf uh, Linguistically in the language It means to be scared of something That is bigger than you That is intimidating to you You feel like you, it may inflict some harm to you Okay But walakin fear in the sharia when you talk about khashyatullah, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hmm. Is to be scared of Allah But whilst you're scared of him, you're honouring him at the same time hmm. It's You see, the fear of Allah is very unique In what sense? In that, usually when you're scared of something What do you do? You run away from it, right? Yeah But the fear of Allah is unique in that You run away from the punishment of Allah only to run back to him for his mercy mm. You run away from him From his punishment As in from his punishment But how do you protect yourself from that which you're scared of You run to his you mercy You run to him to his mercy mm. Subhanahu wa ta'ala Do you see? Yeah, yeah So that's the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That's khashyatullahi azza wa jal So how do you balance between Firstly, is it a negative thing to have fear for Allah or is it a positive thing? Is it something we have to do? Like what's the what's the hukum on having fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is obligatory. It's a, a person who doesn't have any fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is a huge problem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands in the Quran Allah said don't fear them but be scared of me. In kuntum mu'minin If you are believers Allah connected your iman To fear I mean the believers Real believers They have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You see So it's definitely A good thing And it's a praiseworthy thing But you see Ahlul sunnati wal jama'ah Are a balanced people Okay Where they, they They struck the balance When it came to fear and hope You see the Sufis worship Allah and hope Okay hmm. They say Oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He's gonna forgive me Allah is gonna Forgive me, forgive me. He don't pray Or he, you know, he does so many sins He doesn't, you know Maybe he even does shirk He said, Allah will forgive me mm. Imam al-Hassan al-Basri said The Sahaba of the Prophet Came with acts of worship yeah. Yet they were still scared of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though some of them will promise Jannah Even though some of them promise Jannah Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu said that If I was to hear a caller from the heavens say Everyone is going to make it into paradise Except for one man I would think I am that one man Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu Who was a man promised Jannah said That if I was to just die And not have not ha Just not exist As in no grave No paradise No help Nothing Just not exist that would be more that I would prefer that to stand before Allah. I the fear he had yeah. of standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. So so the people so 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 al al the Prophet Mandana Nafsahu. 
the, the smart one is the one who he criticizes himself he holds himself to account why did you do this why did you do this okay so that he can become better <coughs> and the stupid individual is the one who didn't do anything for the sake of Allah but then he hopes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you did, that for example you don't put no work in at your job and you expect it to get paid at the end of the month do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. you don't hustle and you expect to get paid no you don't mm. so why did you do this with Allah you didn't put no work in but you expect to have Allah's hope and Allah's mercy mm. so the group of people who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purely based on just hope is problematic because they miss out the fear but and that's like the Sufis and whatnot the thing is didn't the Prophet say sallallahu alayhi wa that Allah is whatever you think of him so surely then shouldn't you be hopeful for his mercy rather than fearing his punishment because otherwise you know according to the hadith like how do you reconcile that hadith with what you just mentioned so that's beautiful because that's so so that's what I'm saying so you take the hadith and the ayat pertaining to fear and then you also take the hadith and the ayat pertaining to hope. Mm -hmm. What you mentioned is a hadith pertaining to hope. Yeah. So you balance it out. And I'll explain to you the relationship between the two. I think what you're asking is how do you balance the two. Yeah. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come to that. Okay. But I just want to mention to people these, these groups and how they go wrong in the extremes. Okay. So one is to go extreme in hope and to neglect fear. The other group, which is the khawarij, they went extreme in the fear and the threats of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they forsake the hope. You do a sin, you're going to hell. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. You do a sin, you're a kafir now. You're going to hell. So these are the two extremes. And Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the middle. So now, in your life practically, how do you apply fear and hope? That's really what your question is. Yeah. Okay? There is a statement by Abu Bakr ibn al-Warraq, rahimahullah ta'ala, which personally really touched me. He said, that hope is an ease that Allah gave to the believers who are in a state of fear. They are in a state of fear because they are conscious of death. They are conscious of the hellfire. They are conscious of their sins. They are conscious standing before Allah. So their situation is that they are scared. Mm. He's trying to say the believers should be scared. Yeah. But... To prevent his soul from jumping out of his body, Allah placed ayat of hope. So what he's trying to say is that the way that you and I should be is that we should be scared. Yeah. The hope comes into play that when we're about to forsake the mercy of Allah and we're about to fall into despair, we come across the eye of hope. It calms you down. Wallahu ghafur rahim. Allah is what? He's forgiven and he's merciful. So you calm down and you take a breather. And you remember, no, there is hope, there is hope for you. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Then suddenly it starts to what? The fear starts to kick back in. The fear kicks back in and you're in a state of fear. And suddenly you're about to lose yourself again. And suddenly a hadith of hope, like the one you mentioned comes. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> but unfortunately, we're the opposite. We're in a state of relaxation. We're in a state of what? Extreme hope. And every now and again we hear a lecture that scares us, we become scared. And then we go back to just chilling again, yeah. sitting again. And then suddenly someone tells us, Hadith, we become scared. 
really he's saying Abdullah ibn Burraq is saying that we should be the other way around. But whereas now, that's during a person's life. Yeah. But when it comes to a person's death, mm. Abdullah ibn Barak rahimahullah ta'ala, he's an imam in the salaf So when a person's about to die, you now mention to them hope more than you mention to them fear. fear. Why? Because they're about to meet Allah. And you don't want shaitan to throw them to despair just before they die. So you remind them of all the good that they've done. Mm. Look at all the good that you've done. Yeah, Allah, you know, you know, uh, uh, Allah is going to accept it from you. And you're going to meet Allah. You know, you go, you know, don't worry. Allah's mercy is waiting you. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so you, 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 you come with that <coughs> when they get, you know, when they're about to die. Yeah. And that's how you balance hope and fear. Is that during your life, you have a little bit more fear than hope. But you have both. You never are lacking hope. Mm. You have fear and hope, a little bit more fear than hope. But then when it comes to what? When it comes to your death, you have what? A little bit more hope than fear. Isn't that even what the Jews and the Christians, what they went wrong on? The Jews went extreme in their, f in their, their fear. fear. yeah. And the Christians went extreme in their hope. Yeah. Whereas they'll tell you, you know, I can do whatever I want, but you know, my, my Lord and Savior was sacrificed and therefore I can do whatever I want and I'm still going to enter paradise. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the, the, to, to, to just really emphasize on the, you see, you see me, a lot of people say, Imran, you always talk about fear, you don't talk about hope, you always talk about fear. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And should I tell you one of the reasons I do that? It's because I know not everyone's the same and some people do need more hope than fear. Yeah. But the reality of the matter is that the kind of doubt that I'm involved in and you're involved in, the kind of people that we come into contact with on a day to day, they need more fear than they have Gen hope because the yeah. reason why they're doing all these sins is more time because they are in a very you know constant state of hope yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. know what i'm saying and that's why i want to talk about fear for a bit now okay because we need a bit more fear in our life okay you know the solution you know the key to paradise not the key but you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, captured um rather allah subhanahu wa ta'ala illustrated a conversation for us that takes place in Jannah between people who are asking one another, how did you get to paradise? And look what they said. Allah said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, with some of them, they face each other and then they ask them, what did you do to get to paradise? What was it that you did? What was that act of worship that you did? Was the reason why Allah gave you paradise? They will say, Qalu. They will say before when we were with our families, we were scared. We used to be with our families, we with our wives, with our children, but we were scared of Allah. Pay attention, why is this important? Because the time when you remember Allah the least is when you're with your wife and kids. When you're with your wife, you're thinking about love and intimacy and your desires. You're not thinking about Allah right now. Right? When you're with your kids, you're thinking about your kids and playing around. In fact, you might even forsake some of the obligations that you have towards Allah because of your family. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. So, <coughs> these people <coughs> were saying we were scared even when we were with our family. Imam al Hassan al Basri said, if you want to see like your situation in the next life, you want an indication, yeah. see how you are with your family. When you're with your family, are, do you fear Allah? you do it's a good sign because that's what the people of paradise are going to say 
But if you're not with, if you're, if when you're with your family, you're not fearing Allah. You're watching movies. You're. you're in fact, you're sitting Netflix. Is that haram? Yeah. Now you need to check yourself because it could be a problem. Do you see? Also, I want to mention another uh, section of the Quran. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, I believe Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, He mentioned. وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتَوْا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ أَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ رَاجِعُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned a group of people. وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتَوْا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ These people, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say about them? He said, and those who give that which they give as in those who come with what they come with and their hearts are in a state of fear so Aisha radiallahu anha she asked the Prophet who are these people who are these people that come with what they come with and their hearts are in a state of fear she said are the ones who used to drink alcohol? And they used to steal. Were they thieves? Because they come with something. As in, you know, you've done something. Yeah. These people come and they've done something. And they are scared. Now usually, what is it that you do that leads you to fear? Since a man does zina, he's scared now. Yeah. A man drinks alcohol, he's scared now. He come with what he come. He done what he done. Do you understand? Where he come yeah. right so she's obviously thinking now what are these people are they, are, are they alcoholics are they thieves no it's not just the sinners who are scared when they do a sin the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said la ya bint as-siddiq no o daughter, o daughter of abu bakr as-siddiq walakinnahum alladhina yasumun rather they are people who fasted wa tasaddaqun they used to give charity wa hum yakhafun they used to give charity but they were scared that Allah may not accept it from them they were the ones they, they used to rush towards good does that make sense yeah. they would rush towards good but they were scared that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may not accept it from them to show you the ones who do good deeds are scared because they worry they may not be accepted the ones who do sins are scared because they want to be forgiven for those sins. They want their tawbah. They want to make tawbah. And the last thing I'll mention, inshallah ta'ala, before we conclude, is this powerful ayah in the Quran in Surah Al Insan, which reinforces this meaning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the people who will make it to paradise. Allah said, The people. They feed the poor, okay? They feed the orphans, and they feed the captive. And when they feed the captive, what do they say? At the time they give it a charity, the time they feed in the poor people, what do they say? They say, we're giving you this food only because of the sake of Allah. We're doing it, why? Because of the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then they say, what? لا نريد منكم جزاءً ولا شكورا 
We don't want from you any reward. I don't even want you to say thanks. I don't want nothing from you. I didn't do this for you. And what other, what did they say? <coughs> they said, Inna nakhafu min rabbina yawman abusan qamtarira. They say, indeed we fear from our Lord a day where what the people's faces, they're going to be like, they're going to be gloomy, distressed. Do you understand? Yeah. So again, at the time they're giving their charity, they're scared. Please take it from me, please. No, no, don't say thank you. Just don't say thank you to me. It's not for you. So it's not for, it's not for me to get thank you from you. This is for Allah. I'm doing it because I'm scared. Do you see? Yeah. So this is a positive way of looking at fear. It's a positive way of looking at fear. Do you understand? When we fin- uh, just before we finish, I just want to ask you, what's one thing that you came across personally that really put that fear into your heart when you came across it? An eye or a hadith or a story or... This is how you know Radha isn't scripted. Um, there's a lot, man. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot. Death. Death. What, is there any particular aspect of death or just the thought of dying? Uh, you can't do more. Mm. It's just lurking over your head like you don't know. When you're gone, that's it. No retakes. People are gonna scream, Rabbi my Lord send me back. This time I'll pray, this time I'll fast. But that's it. No, there's something that scares me more than that. Something scares me more than death. Don't even shit. It's the hearts. No. When the Prophet looked to his companions, he said, The thing that I fear for you the most is shirk, minor shirk. So imagine for us. Mm. And the heart is called the qalb because qalb is, you know, it changes, it moves. And today it's straight upon tawheed. And tomorrow it's what? Flip. Flips. And imagine it flips towards shit. And that's when the angel of death takes your soul. That's why the prophets would that's you know, that's why that's why Ibrahim would beg. He say, Allah take me and my children and place them on one side of the earth, place them on one place. Take idol idol worship and place it in another place. Even though he smashed idols as a young child himself, mm. that would be the last thing that you'd think he would fall into. But he was terrified because, at the end of the day, the heart can change. I'll be honest, that right there is the scariest thing. That's what you should read the people. You should read the du'a. Ya maqalib al qulub, thabit qalbi ala dinik. I'll turn all the hearts. Keep my heart firm upon your deen. Maybe shout at Jimmy if he's doing his job properly. We'll put it down there If Guys If you don't see the da'a In the description Then uh, email Nasihasashen at gmail.com Because we might have A Jimmy job vacancy If Jimmy doesn't do You know He's not doing his job properly Let us know If you guys think That Jimmy's not doing his job properly But guys Jimmy is the one In charge of timestamps Titling the videos Uploading the thumbnails 
any da'as that we say we're going to put any links he, that's his job Johnny is the editor so he edits so if we say cut this out he doesn't cut it out that's Johnny so let us know in the comments below who you believe is doing a better job Jimmy or Johnny on that note guys um, see you next week next week's episode is a bit different uh, it's going to be the very first episode we ever recorded we're going to release it we weren't planning to but we thought you know what it would be good for you guys to see where Ride Out has come from the first thing that's over three months ago we recorded the first one we recorded uh, the quality isn't as good but the discussion was really really good um, and uh, we think you guys are really going to benefit from that inshallah so yeah see you guys on the next episode and uh, stay safe assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh peace one and action ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>